Welcome to Head & Neck Innovations, a Cleveland Clinic podcast for medical professionals exploring the latest innovations, discoveries, and surgical advances in otolaryngology head and neck surgery. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Head & Neck Innovations. I'm your host, Paul Bryson, director of the Cleveland Clinic Voice Center. You can follow me on Twitter at Paul C. Bryson, and you can get the latest updates from Cleveland Clinic Otolaryngology Head and Neck Surgery by following at CLE Clinic HNI on Twitter. That's CLE Clinic HNI. New this year, find us on LinkedIn at Cleveland Clinic Otolaryngology Head and Neck Surgery and Instagram at Cleveland Clinic Otolaryngology. Today, I'm excited to speak to my friend and colleague, Dr. Eric Lamar, section head of head and neck surgery in our Head and Neck Institute. Dr. Lamar, welcome to Head and Neck Innovations. Thank you, Dr. Bryson. Let's start by having you share some background on yourself for our listeners, where you're from, where you trained, how you came to Cleveland Clinic. Yeah, thank you. I'm originally from Canada, but uh, I grew up in Vermont, just outside of Killington, Vermont. And went to medical school at Penn State in Hershey, Pennsylvania. And then from there, got introduced to the Cleveland Clinic. Was fortunate to match here as, as a resident. And then did some additional training in head and neck cancer and reconstructive surgery in Seattle, Washington. And then came back with my wife, who's also a physician here, to practice at the Cleveland Clinic. And we've been here for over a decade and just just loved every moment of it. It's been great, great organization and really allows us to, to treat kind of the most complex of, of the head and neck cancer patients. You know, to that end, during your time here, there's been a lot of growth. Do you want to share with the listener just some of some of that growth, like how many surgeons we have now, some of the collaborations that you've established with the Towson Cancer Center. You know, you've, you've, you have the sort of the institutional knowledge and awareness of, of seeing this over your time, not only, not only as a trainee, but now as a as a staff member. Yeah, I mean, as a section, I think we've added a surgeon scientist. We've just recruited another surgeon. And so that uh, will increase our numbers to about six surgeons. In addition to that, we've really kind of harnessed the, the multidisciplinary collaborative nature with Tosic Cancer Institute and medical oncology, radiation oncology, and, and really kind of continued our collaborations as, as we've done for years with neurosurgeons, skull base center, as well as uh, the thoracic surgery uh, department. And so uh, I think that's what makes this organization great is the ability to leverage a lot of these collaborations clinically to tackle problems that many centers won't tackle. Yeah, well, congratulations on that. It's, you know, uh, working with you over these years, it's really awesome to see just how much growth and, and how easily people interact. Like there's a real sort of palpable camaraderie and uh, respect and, and focus on, on, on patient care and, and getting access for these patients and, you know, working together as, as a team. Mm-hmm. So, you know, congrats Thank you. on that. Uh, you know, this week, uh, we had many of our head and neck surgeons attending the American Head and Neck Society's 11th International Conference on Head and Neck Cancer. 
I was really excited to see the email list of projects going around. You know, it's sort of an, a testament to the team that you are building and that you're a part of. Can you share with the listener some of these new research projects that were presented that, that you're excited about? Yeah, absolutely. I think there was a, a great effort amongst all those in the in the section as well as Toxic Cancer Institute to to present at this meeting. But some of the some of the points that I'll bring up are Natalie Silver has a has some great work and she presented some of her work with respect to microbiomes and oral cavity cancer. And so we're excited to uh, she she just received a grant on that topic. And so we're excited to see the evolution of that. Dr. Scharf continued with his research into thyroid cancer and and, uh, presented a great talk on identification of advanced thyroid cancer population, molecular markers, and genetic testing. Dr. Prendes did some great work on oral lichen planus and oral cavity cancer, something that we see quite a bit of. And Dr. Kud presented a great multi-institutional trial looking at low and intermediate grade salivary gland carcinomas and, and trying to avoid adjuvant radiation on those. And then I presented uh, in in a collaborative fashion some outcomes that we've had on metastatic thyroid cancer in in using tyrosine kinase inhibitors and also looking at our experiences in, in management of minor salivary gland cancers over 20 years. And, and finally, looking at our collaborations with our pathologist in terms of evaluating resection specimen versus tumor bed sampling margin assessment. And so highlighting our collaborations with our, our head and neck pathologist as well, too. But we're excited about all of these aspects and continue to grow our, our clinical retrospective research and, and on that front, also our clinical trials. Yeah, I mean, as a, you know, as an observer at you know, one thing that I'm struck with is that all the specific silos within head and neck oncology are sort of touched upon by this. And you talk about salivary gland malignancies, thyroid malignancies, oral cavity malignancies. As you sort of grow the program, has that been sort of a focus of the group to sort of have, you know, this sort of broad-based approach to all these, you know, sort of subspecialties within head and neck cancer. Yeah, absolutely. I think particularly in the realm of clinical trials, we're we're trying to recruit clinical trials to address all facets of head and neck oncology. And and all of that is done in a a very multidisciplinary manner. So um, whether it's skull base, oral cavity with uh, sentinel lymph node biopsies, or as you mentioned, salivary gland malignancies, trying to touch and and round out a a lot of what's, what's up and coming with respect to advancement of the management of head and neck cancer patients within each facet of of head and neck cancer. And then another thing that I wanted to highlight too is the uh, sort of the, you know, we have a lot of residents that we bring through. We have a fellowship program that that you lead. Um, The medical student aspect of this has also been you know, as an observer, very impressive. Can you comment on, you know, sort of the role that some of these medical students have played, you know, in the projects and sort of the momentum that you seem to be building with uh, the medical student research program? Yeah, it's been great to, uh, over the past three to four years, I've mentored a couple of medical students and they're going, it's it's great when they go off to new residencies or, or residencies uh, fortunate to join us here to see the development of their careers 
years. And so it, it's an exciting prospect. But yes, I think integrating medical students within this is is a wonderful opportunity and, and I think really, really helps to grow their careers in, in, in a very positive light. Yeah. Well, you know, as you look ahead, what else is on the horizon as far as additional research that, that you and the team are working on? You know, any uh, exciting follow-ups to some of these projects? I, I know you mentioned clinical trials and some funding through Dr. Silver. Anything else that you want to highlight for the listener? Yeah, I, th I think we continue to try to grow our clinical trial portfolio. So partnering with industry to look at basically immuno-oncolytic therapies for difficult to treat head and neck cancers. So both partnering with industry and, and also participating with uh, national uh, cooperative groups to, to answer questions related to either adjuvant treatments or even surgically-based treatments and, as I mentioned before, facets of, of head and neck cancer, just to provide patients with a up-to-date treatments with respect to their head and neck cancers and also to advance the science because I think that's, that's our, our main mission is to really advance cures, so improve overall survival and disease-free survival in conjunction with make it as functionally palatable as, as we can. So we, we continue to work hard on, on all of those fronts and, and uh, in a multidisciplinary manner, working with our medical oncologists and radiation oncologists to provide our patients with the best treatment options available. Well, you know, I, I appreciate you sharing that. And, you know, as you know, for the listeners that, that might be thinking about referring somebody to Cleveland Clinic, you know, what can they expect when it comes to plan of care? Like what, who will the patient meet with? What sort of the patient experience, you know, for folks that might want to refer a patient or uh, for perhaps uh, patients that are listening that want to come here for another opinion or, or for their care? Yeah, I think that as a as a section in in cancer, we we really emphasize a multidisciplinary approach. And so from the moment a patient is referred to our center or Tossig Cancer Institute, we triage the patient to see what would be the best specialist to evaluate that patient and ensure that we have all the up-to-date imaging and pathology. And so when a patient is seen, we have, we've already pre-screened that patient and, and they're seen the same day by multiple providers, if that's, the, if that's what's necessary. And at that time, we come up with a kind of a consensus opinion for the patient. And so so it's a really expedited way to, to provide an opinion in a multidisciplinary fashion. In addition to that, we work closely with our speech and language pathologists to assess swallowing. If there's any impact that treatment may have on swallowing, they work on, on techniques to uh, improve that. Additionally, we work with, we have a nutritionist as well too, and any other resources the patients may need to better equip them for management of the cancer and treatments and the effects of treatment. So really stress kind of the multidisciplinary nature of it and in our team-based approach with respect to that. 
Well, you know, as we wrap up, any final take-home messages for our listener? Or I feel like you you hit a lot of highlights. There's a lot of positive things going on in the group, but what 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 uh, what to bring it home today? Yeah, I think I mean it's it's for providers and patients as well too. That whenever you're diagnosed with a head and neck cancer, I think there's always a sense of urgency to try to get treatment completed as soon as possible, which is important. But I would also emphasize the need to, and I, I stress this among my own patients, to, to seek other opinions as well, too, as long as it's in expeditious fashion, just to, to make a, a decision that you're comfortable with, as well as a team that you're comfortable uh, in, in providing the care for you. Because as I emphasize in all my patients, typically the first treatment for a head and neck cancer is, is really the most important treatment. And I think it's imperative that you're comfortable with the team and the decisions that uh, you collectively arrive at. Well, Dr. Lamar, it was great to have you today. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate it. For more information on head and neck cancer diagnosis and treatment at Cleveland Clinic, please visit clevelandclinic.org slash head and neck cancer. That's clevelandclinic.org slash head and neck cancer. And to speak with a specialist or submit a referral, please call our Cancer Answer Line at 866-223-8100. That's 866-223-8100. Thanks for joining us today on Head & Neck Innovations. Thanks for listening to Head & Neck Innovations. You can find additional podcast episodes on our website at clevelandclinic.org forward slash podcasts. Or you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget, you can access real-time updates from Cleveland Clinic experts in otolaryngology, head and neck surgery on our Consult QD website at consultqd.clevelandclinic.org forward slash head and neck. Thank you for listening and join us again next time.